I want to thank ReviewBiz for sponsoring today's episode. By the way, did you know that reviews are today's digital word of mouth? It's also one of the most valuable business and marketing assets you have. If you're not maximizing your review strategy, then ReviewBiz platform can help you. Let ReviewBiz inspire your members to give you your first five reviews for only $1. To get started, just go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try. How to do my numbers. Understanding the numbers, not just booking, understanding numbers. Every day, what's coming in, what's going out, how much is each client worth? What's your cost of acquisition? Everything. Down to how much does it cost you to bring a client in? Hey, welcome to another great episode of the Gym Owners Grow Zone podcast, the show designed to help gym owners improve and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Andres Escobar. And I'm so grateful to have you join us today. Today, we have Andrea Claus, a highly experienced fitness enthusiast, personal trainer, and wellness coach who is passionate about helping individuals achieve their health and fitness goals. She has 35 years of experience in the fitness industry. She possesses a deep understanding of exercise science, nutrition, and behavior change. She takes holistic approach considering physical strength, mental resilience, and emotional well-being. Andrea empowers her clients to exceed their limits beyond confidence and transform their lives with her expertise, dedication, and compassionate guidance. Andrea inspires her clients on a lifelong journey of health and wellness. So I hope that connects with you guys. So if this is your first time listening to our show, please consider subscribing to the podcast and share this episode with someone whom you think will enjoy it. As we dive into the episode, listen to how she explains how your self-worth influences your decision-making. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gym Owners Grow Zone podcast. I want to welcome our guest, Andrea Klaas. Did I say that correctly? Yep. Okay, fantastic. I love it when I hit it right on the first Watari. <laughs> Andrea, thank you so much for being on our show. One thing that we do, you know, I've known you, I've actually had breakfast with you. We got to know, get to know you and your son and your business. I love it so much. And that's why you're here. And, and yeah. the audience doesn't know you much. And so tell us a little bit about who you are and, and how you got to this beautiful, magical place in Canada where you're at. Oh, well, that's a long story. Uh, <laughs> grew up in Canada, always right. lived in Canada. Actually, I love the U.S. too. Like, I actually feel I'm more connected to a lot of people in the U.S. than I'm in Canada. Canadians are very quiet and shy and very, you know, passive aggressive. I'm complete opposite. But I love where I live. I live in Vancouver, out, just outside a small seaside village called Lions Bay, outside of Vancouver. I moved here right after university. I've always been in the fitness industry. I was a competitive athlete growing up, figure skating. Then I got into... I, then I taught aerobics. That was what put me through and trained in the university gym at University of Alberta. That's what put me through school. So I was a personal trainer there. And back then, there was no certification. It was just like, hey, you know, a football coach came in the gym. He's like, hey, so we need someone to like personally train and take care of the gym. Do you want to do it? I'm like, sure. How much pay? 25 bucks. Great. That's how I became a personal trainer. Do we need to certify? No, no, no. You look like you know what you're doing. Perfect. <laughs> you like, look the part. Great. Come in. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I taught like three aerobics classes a day. So I was always competitive. And then 
got an economics degree, got hired right away with a pharmaceutical company, which was great. So then I did within that company, I learned all about physiology because I actually had a business background. So that really set me with the sciences part of it and the learning about how to read a study and efficacy studies and all that stuff, which really, really inspired me to then work on my nutrition. So as a personal trainer, got certified. I was personally treating all through pharmaceuticals. Took a little bit of a break to be a musician because that was my other love. So I wow. was a personal trainer and a musician at night and then went straight into building my business as a personal trainer. So I worked all through Vancouver as a personal trainer uh, while I was still getting my all my nutrition, you know, certifications. And then I uh, came out here where I am now, Seaside Gym out in Lions Bay, small village, Seaside Village outside of Vancouver and bought a home where I visually knew that I could build the gym right beside it. And that to me was like, okay, oh my gosh, here I can have a wa- house in the water and I can have a, a gym. So built my gym and then built my business around and just started getting, you know, word of mouth, personal trainer in town. And just that would be 20 years ago now. So just build my business. And I was up to about 60 clients, 50, 60 clients until COVID hit. Right. And I lost 90%. And then people went and built all their home gyms. And then so I started doing some homework and like going to people's homes. And I was like, this is what it's about. So, well, during COVID, I thought everything has Something has to change. I'm going to completely revamp my business. I now, this is the opportunity rather than looking at, okay, I just, I've literally lost all my clients, all my revenue. Luckily, I didn't pay any rent. So I was, you know, okay there, but I still lost all my revenue. And I mean, I lived a lifestyle where I had money from my business and, you know, still had to pay for all the heating and everything else and the gym equipment. So I decided at that point that. Through my years with business, I was always struggling to recommend nutrition. I was a, I, every time a client was in and she wasn't changing, like, well, maybe you want to up your protein. And I was always there to give guidance, free guidance, but no one ever really followed it. And I used to get frustrated. I think, like, it's so simple. Just eat your protein, eat your vegetable, eat some carbs, and you'll lean out. No one, you know, I'm just fine. People wouldn't do it. And then they'd go on these crazy, they'd go, I went on this cleanse. I'm really tired, or I'm really tired today. I'm on a 10 week cleanse. I'm not eating anything. And I'm like, what? Get out of the gym. Like, you know, so COVID hit. I'm like, that's it. I'm not taking any more clients unless I do their nutrition. I do their fitness and I do all their accountability. Done. Then I had to find a company that supported that. And that was really out there. No personal trainers had all that package together. And then I found Gym Launch. And then since then, it's just the trajectories. I completely revamped my business. Everything's just tripled found Gym Launch and they're the ones that really gave me the systems and the support to really catapult myself into a, a full, fully flourishing, amazing business. And all my clients get results. 100% people get 10 pounds fat loss, increase their muscle mass, super happy. Their visceral fat goes down, their health. I mean, now that I've just said there's no, it's like running with a one running shoe. You're going to get there, maybe but you're going to fail along the way. There's no failure anymore because now I just say, hey, you're coming in. I'm doing everything. If you don't want to do it, fine. You're not for the eight-week program. So that's where I'm today. I mean, I just like have all these amazing results on the back of my wall. I'm helping females change and it's very, very rewarding. So basically it's an all or nothing with you. Am I? Did that's I hear right. that correctly? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I love that because it's like, listen, I offer all this and this is what I can do for you. I'm not going to give you a little bit of me and then you're going to complain because you didn't get those results. No, because you didn't get 
the whole package. That's why you didn't unwrap the whole thing. Yeah. You didn't get the whole thing. Whole No. No, I love it. I love it. That's great. Success does not happen unless you match the nutrition with the fitness. Mm. It just, the results don't get there. And because people need something to, when you're strength training, it just, unless you're eating the right amount of macros for your efforts, doesn't, and you won't get results. Yeah. Matching. I love that. Because I'm thinking about also your vision, how you wanted to set up your gym, your club. It was at home. By the way, guys, if you, I don't know if you caught that, but it, it she has a house and she has an addition to her house that is a gym, like fully decked out boutique style gym, yeah. beautiful, oversees the water, like magical. So, you know, the location's great and she, it's like a, a hybrid of a gym. And so the vision that she, she had, Andrea, matched together with the company Gym Loss that you mentioned that they were also saying, yes, this is how you're able to be successful. And, and sometimes they tell you, hey, raise prices or, or let go of these customers. And, they, and, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, fine, I'll do it. And you just did it. You just followed the It was all that. It was all thing. that. Yeah, all that. Tough love, baby. Tough love. <laughs> like, I got to raise my prices. What about those of my clients? And the coach to say, yeah, okay, let them go. You'll get more. I'm like, I will? Really? Yep. Up your prices. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I connect my prices. I didn't just up my price. Dude, did you guys hear that? Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. And I was, pardon the language, shitting price because I was panicking. I'm like, everyone's going to go. And the funny thing is when I put out in the universe, as soon as I made that paradigm shift in my mindset and my value, they left. I didn't even have to tell them to go. It was like this beautiful synergistic in came the high paying clients and out went the low paying clients. And they literally were like, oh, I think I need a change. I'm like, perfect. Bye. Great to have you. I love you. I'll see you soon. In came the 10x clients. And it was like this a magical metamorphosis that once I, that's why I believe being in the, having this, literally putting out to the universe is so powerful because I put out to the universe. I said, I woke up and went, okay, I'm doing this. I valued, I have so much to offer. I know I'm worth 10 times charging, you know, the highest client. And that's it. I'm going to get rid of the old clients. And then they just laughed. Like, I love you. Thank you for helping me for so long. I'm good. I need a change. I didn't even have to tell them or raise the prices on them because they all just kind of left. And I just slowly replaced them with all my, my higher value clients, my higher. Yeah. So it was incredible. That makes so much sense. And, and, you know, in, some of uh, our audience are trainers. So, you know, if you're training in a place that that's not giving you your value, well, you need to find another place, right? Yeah. Find the clients that are going to value the the gym owner that's going to value you, right? And so yeah. that goes both ways and, and and that's huge. That's huge, right? You know, most people were really afraid of of us. We're like, oh, focusing on gym owners. Why are you only doing gym owners? I'm like, yeah, that's just the audience that I'm picking that makes sense for us right now. That doesn't mean it's going to be like that forever. Like maybe you have a, another model. Maybe you have a, maybe you buy a second home in Florida, right? And then that becomes like, you know, another extension and, and maybe it's a different model there. But but where you're at right now, the area you're at can support your 10X price, right? Yeah. That's, I think, so important to understand like where you're at. Can this be a model for everybody? No, it's not for everybody, but it no. can, it's, it's great for you. I love that. That's awesome. Very, very cool. And so- during like your your whole progress and and getting there, you know, in on the show we talk about life being a roller coaster, ups, downs, lefts, right, 
those things happen. And if we don't have a guardrail, <laughs> you know, the seat belt <laughs> or the yeah. track that we're on to get us to where we want to get to, obviously yeah. a roller coaster will go back where it started. But in life, we don't go back to where we started. But yeah. it, in life, what were your tracks? What were your guardrails? What was the things that helped you stay in the seat so you don't go off? Really good question. And when I saw you write that, I'm like, oh, is he really going to ask me that? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting because I even have the same conversation with some of my clients who let go of their internal. And I would say it's it's power, right? It's power over yourself, over your mindset, and really feeling powerful, right? I've always known from a very beginning that I was worth it. I was worth, right? I had worth. What right. I had, I knew I had value. And the dips were, oh my God, imposter syndrome, really. Like serious imposter syndrome where it's like, I've got all this, these certifications. I'm really knowledgeable, but geez, I don't know if I can do it, right? But I think just being grounded in the fact, I also, I think, to be honest, one of the grounders with my health and fitness, I've always stayed healthy and fit. I've always stayed focused on making sure that the vessel that is carrying this brain mm, is really, go. really fit. And when that's not in that, when that guardrail, when I go beyond that guardrail, the whole world shifts for me because I don't feel centered and healthy. And that allowed me to be a really good coach because I know most women are like, they're obsessed with this. And when this goes out, everything seems to be off. So sticking to my real commitment of being the best I can be in my health allows me to push that. I don't have to worry about that part. I'm super healthy. I'm committed to my fitness and and I stay committed to that just like I ask my clients to, which allows me to just put that aside and that I could just focus on running my business because I have the energy. I have the confidence. I feel good about myself. That allows me to have a good marriage because I'm happy. I'm happy for my husband in my marriage. And it's allowed me to bring up children that felt very confident because I never you know, I've always been a happy and very active mother. So I've been able to do, which is rewarding for me because being healthy is a gift back to my children, yeah. right? You know, mom, let's go mountain biking. Let's climb four hours. Sure, no problem. Let's get a mountain bike and go. I throw them on the rack, right? Even throwing my bike on the rack is hard because it's six feet high. Like I'm strong enough to get it up there. You know, let's go for a hike up the mountain for eight hours. No problem. Let's just grab some bars and go. Let's go for skiing all day. No problem. So for me, it's, that in itself has been my guardrails. I have to say, it's just really grounded me. And the nutrition, I, nutrition, yeah. yeah, no, no, for sure. The, everything, just, yeah. You know, not being obsessive about it. Just every day waking up and saying, today I'm going to take care of my body. I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to work out. Maybe yeah. some days I don't work out, and maybe some days I don't feel healthy. But on the, you know, on the on the paths of life, that has given me the energy to get up at five in the morning and go to bed at eleven. Work, 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 work. Yeah. 16 hour days. People, you work 16 hour days. I'm like, yeah, it's not an issue. I love what I do. So, and I have the energy. And then just having I think a lot of gym owners will resonate with like 16 hour work days for sure. I mean, gym owners, that's what we're there all the time. Like we were givers, right? We're there for our clients. Yeah. The service industry yeah. is very demanding. I truly believe if you can actually make and produce a great gym as a gym owner, you can make any business succeed. Like if you know how to succeed in, in gyms and make them grow, like you can make any business 
flourish for sure. That's what I think. Oh, yes. I, you know, I mean, that's good. That's good. Am I worth it? Can I do that? Yeah, absolutely. And having the template, you know, the guardrails are also a template, having a map, like having a vision, right? Like if you don't know really where you're going, it's like then you're off left and right. But I always had a vision that I wanted to be, I wanted to be a leader in the fitness and health industry. I wanted to help women, especially women, really, really learn how to be fit even into their 50s and 60s and 70s. You know, you can always be 10 years younger. That was yeah. even in the 20s, I knew that that was my purpose. Yeah. And that's not easy. That's kind of challenging. So tell us a little bit about the obstacles or challenges you have maybe even working with women. Maybe you can di- go into that world and how you're able to help them and overcome their struggles. And if you want to talk about how you struggled in business, that's another option for you as well. Whichever yeah. one you want to share with us, maybe both. So so obviously having dealing with women, there's challenges and, and there's obstacles that you have to help them overcome. But in business as well, you have obstacles that you need to overcome. And you know, helping your clients is one of those things. So tell us a little bit of a story, maybe how you think and how you have overcome some of those challenges. Yeah. So with my clients, the biggest challenge for them is making their own decisions. You know, my male clients, when I get on and we talk about a program, we realize that they need to lose 20 pounds of body fat. They're lacking in muscle. They're going to get cardiovascular disease. Their visceral fat is up. And I say, okay, you ready to do the program? They're like, yeah, let's go. Here's my credit card. Like, absolutely. I, you got me for eight weeks. Okay. Women. Yeah. Yeah, sounds fabulous. Okay, and some of my women come in here, they're 40% like that. And they are on the trajectory of literally having a heart attack. Get to the end. Sounds great. I just had to talk to my husband about the money. And I sit there and think, okay, why do men not ask their wives? Now, I've some do, but I've never had a men, man say, I've got to shove with my wife first to do the program. Never, Okay. Every female gets that, not every female, but 90% of my females, I don't care if they're 20, um, if they're not even married, is I'll talk to my boyfriend. They're always passing off the decision to somebody else. It's like, this is your life. And these are, I mean, I have a lot of stay-at-home moms, but these are women that actually work for, they're fully working, everything's great. And they're asking someone else for permission to be healthy. It is astounding to me that women are giving up that power. You know, they, even, even women who stay home, they have value. And I end up saying, you know, just because you're not bringing actual income in, you actually have 50% of the value in that home. You're raising your children. You're allowing your spouse to be completely free of all those other things he had to do. If he didn't have you, he wouldn't be able to make all that money. Wow. So actually that's 50% yours. So why are you asking him if you can do a program to lose 50 pounds of body fat Come when on. you know, right? Like it's come on, sisters, preach it. That's right. They need, they need no, to know. Literally, yeah. I, I, I put it out there. I put it out on my, on my Instagram one time and I got all these negative comments. I'm like, sorry, I'm just telling the truth yeah. here. Lady. Yeah. Goal is a beautiful word to hear when you're scoring on the soccer field. This last World Cup was won by Argentina because of one important player. Yeah, you got it. It was the goalie. He secured the win for the team. And in the same way, ReviewBiz platform will catch negative reviews before they go online. In addition, it helps you score and promote 
fresh new reviews so you can crush the competition. So don't let those big box gyms take your clients. ReviewBiz will help you build your online presence and turn your own members into your best sales reps. Get your first five reviews for only $1. All you got to do is go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try to get started. And you know, on the other side of it, you know, us men, sometimes we'll just act and do. And, and like, I remember I purchased a car without asking my wife. I came home and like, like, what do you mean? You just like did that? Okay. Well, cars. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's funny because, you know, it's, it's like, and now I know better. It's like, okay, I should have probably, you know, just checked in with you a little bit. It's yeah. a car, you know, it's a car. Yeah. And, you know, if it wasn't a car for her, that would have been yeah. a different story, right? But anyways, but it's, it was like, now that woke me up. And, and I think people need to wake up and be like, yeah. okay, listen, you are the king or queen of your world and yeah. you have advisors, you know, yeah. you need to make sure that there is perspective but also you have a, a life choice, 40% fat. We need to do something today because tomorrow's not promised. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, it's it's a bit shocked. It's just shocking for me because I never, yeah, I did may discuss, but the, and the, on that note, guys don't have the same fear of going back to their wives and discussing, even if they bought something, you know, they don't have an issue with going back and saying, yeah, I did this. We'll figure it out, right? Yeah. Women have more fear of the consequence of what's going to happen if they spend money that their husband doesn't agree with. Right. There's that sense, of, again, of that lack of confidence to say, you know what? I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I know it's a little bit of money, but honestly, don't you want me to look amazing? Don't you want me to feel better? They don't have, women just lack that ability to be, you know, sort of like just assertive, not aggressive, but assertive. So tell me how you were able to overcome. So this is the issue. That's a big problem. How are you able to figure out and help that person that needs the help. Give us a strategy that, that people can take with them. Well, okay, so that, that's a hard one. And a lot of times it's basically just calling them out and saying, okay, well, let's get your husband on the phone. Let's talk to him, right? Yeah. Let me talk. Well, a lot of the times it's like, well, if he's the decision maker in your process, why is he not here making the decision with you? So I usually just ask, if he's the decision maker for you, then why didn't you bring him in this call if it's going to be a, a group effort? And a lot of times they go, oh, well, actually, he's probably going to be fine with it. But it's so I just kind of get them to realize what they're saying and bring them out of that. Oh, I'm going to check with them. And that also brings out from a perspective is this is an excuse, right? And then this is what Jim Launch will and people who talk to you about, you know, excuses that are like, I don't really want to pay for it. So I'm going to blame my husband. So it allows for that conversation, which is fabulous. If you're someone in sales and Jim wanted to try to sell your program, you just keep digging. And that's, again, Jim Launch has taught me a lot of this stuff. I was not yeah. a salesperson. Your question, what what are they, if they were here, what what would they say to, how would they say no? Like, what's the reason to say no? What's, you know, right? So I had talked to my husband first before I purchased this program. Right. Okay, great. Where is he? Can we call him? What do you, I usually just say, what do you think he would say? If, exactly. if you know, is he going to all of a sudden say, you know what, honey, I want you to stay fat. I want to stay couch. I want you to eat bonbons. I don't have sex with you anymore. I'm quite happy to have, never have sex because you're not with your body. That's okay. You just get fat and, and I'll be over here. Yeah, forget it. I'll be over here having an affair. And I literally right. will bring that up. And yeah. like, put down this road. And you don't want to have sex. And a lot of times, you know, those conversations are like, so how's your sex life? And they're like, oh, what? I'm like, how's your sex life? Love it. Well, it's lacking in that department. And why is it lacking? 
because you don't feel good about yourself and you don't want to have sex because you don't want to get naked with your husband. How yeah. do you think that makes him feel? Did you know that men never lose their sex drive up to 90? Like, I'll get into those conversations and they'll be like, you know, and then it's like, I'm not saying he's going to have a fair, but I'm saying he's going to have a fair. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, wake up to the right. The reality is like, that's possible, right? And if we're not happy with the person we see in the mirror, right? Then why do you think somebody else is, is not happy, right? And so- Well, um, exactly. That's, that's another, kids are yeah. You know, and we need, really need to focus on like our self-worth and, and how we feel about ourselves. And, and that's super important in this mindset yeah. and, and mental. And, oh, gosh. So, yeah, no, I, this is so, so needed. We were talking, I was talking to Kale from Gym Launch and, and it really needs to be a prescription. Like it's the first preventative medicine before you go to the doctor. You shouldn't go, you have an issue. You shouldn't go to the doctor and say, hey, how can I? work on my nutrition. By the way, Andrea, she doesn't just talk it. She actually walks it. Like I had breakfast with her. Like, all right, she's very, you know, make sure that she's eating the right things and, and all this stuff. It's so, so real. Even when you go out, you have to make sure plan for that stuff. I love that. And going back to your idea and the fitness, obviously, you know, it needs to happen with our self-worth and, and, and where they are and how to, and I love those overcome, you know, it's because it's like, if price wasn't in a problem, if price wasn't an issue, what else would he say, right? And then he's like, oh, well, you know, well, he doesn't He doesn't think that I'm going to follow through or, you know, I've started these things before. And he's like, well, listen, I'm not going to let you fail. You're paying right. a premium because I'm not going to let you fail. Do you right. believe me and trust me that I won't let you fail? Yeah, I do. Well, then let's go. Price is not a problem. Let's figure this out. We're going to make this work. Let's go. And then done. I don't know. So that's just like little, little, little things that I've, I've seen and it works. But there is yeah. issues, Andrea, and so there's issues in the fitness world, right? Yeah. As gym owners, as trainers, yeah. what do you see something that needs to change? Like I gave you a magic wand, and Andrea, and you get to wave it and, and cast your spell and it changes. What is that one thing that you see that can change, that needs to change? I think the fitness industry is way too watered down. There's too many cookie cutter programs promising and renaming and promising results and, you know, basically just not really caring that the client gets results, letting them fall off. I don't know how many people I get where it's like, yeah, did this pro online program. They gave me, you know, all this weekly workouts and it worked for eight weeks and then I gained it all back. And I don't know, I just don't believe in eight new programs. It's like, okay. So when I start diving in, so there's a, so many and it's, it's all promising things with extra supplements and extra bars. I mean, this one company, you know, that, that, you know, it's all fake food and you don't work out and you restrict your car. It's all this, just lose weight, lose weight fast, right? Lose weight fast. And then they don't really give a crap if the client, what happens after the eight weeks? It's like, see you later, got your money, off you go, good luck with that's what I think is that we're missing is we're not being accountable to our clients and to people. And actually that these are real people, right? Who are struggling and looking for usually a quick fix. And there's too many companies out there capitalizing on that and profiting on that and not caring. And it's the digital world. And that saddens me because it kind of clouds the waters of what a professional is, right? Yeah. Again, all these other people going, I'm a, I'm a nutrition coach, I'm a nutrition coach, I'm a nutrition coach. And it's like, when you look at it, they they really haven't done anything. They've yeah. just basically done a bodybuilding competition, signed up with the gym to hire them, and now they're a nutrition coach, right? 
like literally, I know two trainers, two people that I did the competition with, a bodybuilding competition with, yeah. and all of a sudden they pop up on my feed going, hey, I'm now a personal trainer and nutrition coach. I'm like, okay, I did the competition with you last year and you didn't know anything about nutrition. Wow. Yeah. And now you're working for a company and you're now a nutrition coach and you're now a bodybuilding coach and you're now this. And I'm thinking, right? So it's lack of credibility, I think, too, and lack of accountability. A lot of people just don't want that accountability. That's the hardest part as a coach is being accountable to your clients, answering to the the people that have left your eight weeks and six months later, they've gained it all back. There's no one, there's no, they can't, there's no one there to say, geez, I'm so sorry. You know, like our program didn't work. That's it. I think that's it. That's it, man. That's it. I mean, you know, I've seen programs where just they just run them through the system, right? And it's just like, okay. And the nutrition is not really a big thing. I think I shared with you, I signed up for a program. It wasn't cheap. And we got nutrition. We got mindset stuff. We got training. I got the whole package. Habit tracking. It was huge. It was great in my life. And it mm -hmm. made impact. It helped me continue and striding, you know, and Right now I have a sprained ankle, so I, I can't do certain things, but there's certain things I am doing to make sure that I, I'm staying on track. And so, and that was two years ago. And so- That's good. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that that's a testimony to that program, to the programs that actually are doing more than just, and this is actually a theme lately, Andrea, that programs that are just doing workouts, pushing weights and movements, yeah. that's great, but it's more, like this industry is more than just that. Yeah. It's a health and wellness yeah. industry. And supplementation too. I mean, right. you know- a lot of, you know, people don't have any idea of the supplements that they're taking. That's a huge issue. Finding supplements that are actually what they say they are, that have the amounts in them. Pre-workouts, 99% of pre-workouts have five to six cups of coffee in each dose. And people have no idea. They go, oh, green leaf, green tea, that's good for me, right? Okay. And then they shove this stuff in them. They just literally screwed up their whole, their whole hormones, their adrenaline. Their, yeah. I mean, just everything's gone. We'll go wacky for a good period of time. And so again, right, there's no knowledge in that area. Like here, yeah. here with the package, you get this package. Off you go. Take that. Just follow the instructions. Right. Like, right? hey, I want to do a cleanse. I'll just, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, you know? no. Oh, yeah. But, don't I mean, don't, don't let me get you started. I want to get. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that before. Which cleanses aren't bad. Some cleanses are good. Yeah, I, right, right. It's just being more of discerning as a client. But yeah, I mean, you know, for your program that you did. Now, let me ask you, did you have a personal connection with the coach or was it all online? Uh, he was in Canada and I'm in Florida, right? Oh. So it was all done through Zoom. Yeah, but it was personal. But it was, a, it was a personal. Yeah. Yeah. So it was actually, so I would have one coach to do the training. So I would do like my phone. He would watch me do the workouts and he would prescribe like what I need to do workouts during the week, one week. Yep. And then another one would be, hey, we're talking, we're, what's going on, what's holding you back or what success you have, you know, type of thing, you know, and it was really the habit tracker. The habit tracker yeah. was huge. Yeah. And then the nutrition, was there a separate nutritionist? Yes. No, it wasn't a separate one, but the same one with the mindset. He was a nutritionist and he would help me like portion out my stuff and, and making sure I'm eating enough protein and all this stuff. And he was like, yeah, that protein's going to curb your your sugar that you want to mm -hmm. eat and at nighttime. Yeah. And so if you make sure you have, you don't have enough protein, of course you're going to be have cravings. Of course. Yeah. So that's it. That, okay. So that in itself is what is important is the personal accountability and connection, which yeah. most programs out there are lacking. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I have a course and this is great. 
buy, you know, for $59, you get to see the course. Okay, great. Did I yeah. waste my money? I don't care if it's $5. If I just spent $5 and I don't even do it, that's a waste of money. I don't yeah. care. Right? Yeah. And I think that's key, the personal connection. Every client that I have, I'm personally connected with, whether it's in my gym or remotely. Um, and it's way more work. It's way more work as a trainer. It's way more rewarding and it's, you know, maybe less cost effective. But in the in the long run, your clients will get better success. You'll be more rewarded as a trainer. And that's what I think we're lacking. And there's not enough of that, that what you had. And what, what I'm doing is almost exactly the same. Yeah. And it's interesting because I've actually brought that into our business where, hey, listen, I don't want you to just get our software and think that you can do it yourself. Well, you could, but we're going to walk you through the whole process for the first month, month and a half to make sure you're set up for success. Yes. And once everything is plugged in and everything's going and we do a lot of the work and most people are like, oh, you need to charge a setup fee. I'm like, nah, let's just make it part of the whole plan. And it's just like, all right. And now, yeah, people just get the success because we set them up right. Yeah. So it makes, yeah, the work in the beginning is huge. So it is. Yeah. So, you know, growing a business and there is challenges, right? There's certain things that inhibit your growth. And there's certain things that you said, oh man, I wish I would have started earlier. Like I've talked to somebody today. I was like, I wish I would have started this podcast like two years ago, <laughs> you know, but I didn't. And that's okay. I would have started earlier. That's something for me. For you, what's something you would have like started sooner? And what would be something you would have take out sooner? Oh God, that's okay. So I wish I would have found a company like Gym Launch sooner. That's it. Very cool. That's Very it. Cool. That's if it. I had Money drop. <laughs> 10 years ago, I'd be a millionaire, like over 10 times over. I had limited beliefs. I was a stay-at-home, I was a mom, right? So I had three children, very, like I had three in five years. I didn't have kids till I was 35. I literally loved my life. I traveled, I was a trainer, I was a musician. I mean, I literally led the rock star lifestyle, went to Europe, was racing and cycling, fought the Tour de France. And finally, my husband's at 35. He's like, so we're gonna have kids? Or what's going on here, right? Like my life plan 10 years ago was we were going to eventually have them. I was like, okay, next year. Okay, next year. So like literally, so my life kind of started my life where I was like, okay, uh-oh, like I'm here now. Oh, okay. Now I'm going to do this. How am I going to have my lifestyle? How am I going to race, be competitive athlete, have a child, run a business, be a good wife, blah, 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 blah. And so I, I kind of dialed down my business and did it part-time. And I didn't give myself enough credit to say, hey, you know what? I can do this and then pull in companies like Gym Launch. Like, I don't even know if it back then, Gym Launch wasn't even there, but I dabbled in like Facebook marketing and a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then three years before Gym Launch, I kind of hired somewhat a company in Australia for five. And then I did a program for 3000 I probably spent $20,000 getting all these pieces, but ended up having all this more work. Again, it wasn't personal. It was here's the plan for you go, no coaching. So I think, I think, and I knew, I knew I needed some help. I was in a bit of denial, you know, it's like, I can do this on my own. I can do this on my own. And then when I kind of, like, I realized that the company I had hired in Australia was just literally one of another for five grand. I'm like, I just lost $5,000. I can't implement this stuff. They basically are telling me to do all my own ads, recreate, here's the template for five grand. Good luck. Right. Wow. So that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to have to do the big bucks. Like I have to dive in. I have to invest just like invest in my health. I have to invest in my business. So this is going to yeah. And if I can give anyone, like when I was at the gym launch, when we were at gym con, there were people that hadn't bought him like, do it now. Honestly, 
Yeah. I went from 30,000 one year to 150,000 the next year. Wow. Like literally in one year, right? I tripled five times. I five X my business. That's it. That's in it. In two years, I will nine X my business. And yeah. by, by, I'll be 10 Xing my business for sure next year. And because I invested and I dove in and I said, I'm worth it. This is good value. And that's what I would tell a gym owner. Like that was the biggest thing I didn't do is I didn't have enough. And I had people around me. I mean, I had people around me mm. saying, yeah, like you're kind of not thin half out. Like, right. Tough and love. That- they gave you tough love. I know they did. Yeah, no, you but like, I don't care if you're a mom of three, a mom of four, a mom of five, like, you know, you can do it. We all think like the, we have way too much on our plate, but honestly, if you do it correctly and have the right coaching and the right plan, you know, you just can become a very organized person, but I have no less time with my children. I'm even more engaged with my children now because I'm so happy, you know, any time with I have with them. And, and so it's just, yeah, that would be the biggest thing I would say or what I've said. The right team, the right team with the vision. I love it. That's, that's, that's the theme with the, I hear from you. So I love it. Thank you so much. And so now we've reached the point of the fast five. And so this is a question I'll ask and then give me like one sentence and then boom, we're going to jump to the next one. So let's ready, strap on, let's go, the sleep out, let's do this. So first question is who is the influential person or people in your business journey? person or people in your business or who have, who have influenced you the most? Okay. Ryan Parsons is my personal coach and Jim Launch is the people. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Awesome. Next one is what's one thing you wish you had known when you began your business? I had to do my numbers. Ooh, bookkeeping. That's not the first time I hear that. So that's huge. That's big. Okay. Understanding the numbers, not just booking, understanding numbers. Understanding, that's it. Every day, what's coming in, what's going out, how much is each client worth? What's your cost of acquisition? Everything. Down to how much does it cost you to bring a client in? Right. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Love it. That's so good. All right. Next one is what's a book, a blog, a podcast, or some kind of media that you recently consumed that has positively impacted you? Dr. Huberman's podcast. Okay. Watch his podcast all the time. Yeah. It's he, about nutrition or what is it about? He actually is a ophthalmologist. He okay. actually is one of these guys that he just does reviews of uh, studies. So he doesn't actually have a bias. He just takes studies and does a podcast, a review of uh, studies all the time. So he keeps me up to up to date on the newest studies and if they're have valid, the efficacy, all that. So what's the name of, of the doctor? Uh, it's called the Doc Huberman Podcast. Huberman okay. Podcast. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, awesome. and I also watch, of course, Alex, right? I mean, oh, I watch the Rosies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're great. They're great. I love them. Leela yeah. and Re- like, so the next on my treadmill would be Leela. Uh-huh. I actually Leela and Ramosi mostly. So it's Huberman, Leela, and Alex. And those are three podcasts I've been constantly going back. That's awesome. Yeah, no, what I what I hear about them and what I know them to be is like they're very authentic. Like they they don't just say what they're doing; that they're actually doing it. And so, and you oh, can yeah. see that with the the videos and stuff. So it's cool. Next one is, what's a favorite online tool that you use? Right now, I love AI. Oh, ChatGPT stuff. Okay. Or is there a certain type? Is it Bard? Like the Google? Uh, I've got the chat, ChatGPT Pro. ChatGPT Pro. Okay. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. We're talking about that. You can actually design a training regimen if you want to from it. You don't, it's, yeah, you can. It's like, listen, this is a commodity. If people look, that's the commodity part. Like, hey, what weight or how now? 
your nutrition, your coaching, your mindset, that's where you really become and, and set yourself apart. So love that. Last one in our fast five is what's one habit or practice that you believe everybody should do like today that would benefit from? Don't eat any food an hour after you wake up and don't eat any food three hours before you go to bed. Mm, one hour after you wake up, don't eat anything. And three hours before you go to bed, don't eat anything. Yeah. Cool. I love that. I think that could change a lot of people's lives for sure. That yeah. they're not into the nutrition or, or, or need a little spark yeah, for it's sure. Yeah, a simple thing to do. It's very simple. It doesn't allow you to change your whole diet. If you just change those two things and really, really follow that, your body will start to use the proteins and stuff that you're eating. So that's probably, I find, the most important, hardest, actually, for my clients to do is the snacking. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And this is now we got the last question that we already did fast five. Now we have the last question. And this is my favorite. Let's save the fa- the best for last. And so, Andrea, I didn't tell you, but I have a time machine. And so I'm going to take you in the time machine. We're going to go back to visit Andrea at 16 years old. And what's that one piece of advice that you would tell Andrea, little Andrea, right now? Right there, she's in front of you. Follow your dream. Follow your dream. Mm, wow. So yeah, you must have had a dream back then. And so it's like, you're like, get there, go, go, focus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I, you know, I had two things in my life, fitness, music. Those are my two loves. I was a really good musician and a very good singer. And I was a very, very good athlete. And I chose athletics because that made more sense in the world of, I grew up in a very, be a lawyer, doctor, do business school, anything else is not acceptable. And I was the opposite. I wanted to go to music school or physical education. And my parents were like, what? Your brother's a lawyer. Your sister's an MBA. What? What? No, no, no. Nope. And I was like, hey, maybe economics, does that work? I can at least be in arts and like. Yeah. Don't let anybody else tell you what you should do in that respect. Like that dream, that, that gut feeling that you know you have that inside of you. Don't second guess it, right? Don't second guess that. No, but I did it. I was like, I was like, I did it. I was like, and at 16, I knew I was either going to be a superstar musician. If Uh I put my mind to it, I knew I could do it. Or I was going to be a superstar athlete and own a gym and be a gym owner and be like a leader in the fitness world. Literally. And those are my two, this or this. This or this. That's so cool. Funny enough, I was quite successful as a musician. I was still, pers- but I catapulted because this makes sense for me and this is what I love. But I, that's what I would tell myself back then is just you doing it like really, really, really live your, do what you do your dream. Because if you love what you do, this is the typical, you, if you love what you do, you will be success. Make it happen. Make it happen. Right. Yeah. I love it. Well, Andrea, you crushed it today. I really appreciate you jumping on the podcast and sharing with with me. Yeah, it was so good. I loved it. It it reminded me of of, of why we connected and and your energy is so good. So thank you so much for joining us. It was so much fun. And I hope we get to see each other. I'll be in Florida again, probably more than you know, because I love coming there and it's been great. Thank you. Man, that was such a cool episode with our lady from Canada. I really enjoyed what Andrea said about having the right team in place to reach your dreams. What was your favorite takeaway from the episode? I want you to connect with and share a message with me on Instagram at meetesco. And I would love to hear what you're thinking. 
Also, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe to the show on the platform you're currently listening. And remember to leave us a rating and review. It helps us improve the show and it also means the world to us. By the way, go ahead and check us out on YouTube. It's the channel where you'll be able to get amazing content and much more. As always, thank you so much for your encouragement. And I truly appreciate you listening to the podcast and helping us improve with your comments. And I'll be seeing you next time in the Growth Zone. Our show today was brought to you by our incredible team, starting with production from TSE Studios, music consulting by Tyler Schmeling, our lovely guest coordinator, Anna Ponce, and focus juice from our project coordinator, Mauricio Murillo, and myself, Andres Escobar, as the host. Thanks to ReviewBiz for sponsoring this episode. And if you want to get the most out of your review strategy, then go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try so you can get your first five reviews from your real members for only $1.